Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to the show. It is 11.06 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. I miss this. On the stretch, a look to first. The pitch. Roll up the third base line. Coming on, barehanding. Arenado throws. He got him. That was a Nolan Arenado gold and platinum glove play and throw. And this. On three and two, the pitch. A swing and a drive. That's it deep down the left field line. O'Neal on the run. And he gets over there to make the catch. What a play in the corner by Tyler O'Neill. A burst of speed led him to the corner and out number two in the Milwaukee first inning. That was at Milwaukee. The earlier one from Arenado was at Wrigley Field. Here's Bush Stadium. Right-handed batter facing right-hander Jake Woodford. The 2-0 pitch grounded toward right field. Tommy Edmond to his left. Grabs it sliding. He throws. Got him. Great play by Edmond in short right field. Good stretch by Carpenter helped out as Duffy is out 4-3. On a sliding acrobatic play by Tommy Edmonds. And just for good measure, let's throw this one in. And the 1-1 delivery to Ortega is grounded to Goldschmidt. And he throws home. He's going to get the runner in between home and third. Arenado tags him out. And now they've got some other problems on the right side of the infield. They've got a rundown going. And Edmond now throws it to third. Molina has it. Nobody's covering first base. But they still got the guy between second and third. And he's out. It's a double play. Every Cardinal is on the infield right now. All outfielders covering bases. Talk about a team play. And the Cubs just ran themselves out of the bottom of the eighth inning. (laughs) What a play by Goldschmidt again. And the rest of the Cardinals team. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. Not a hit in that highlight reel, Katie Wu from The Athletic. That's the best defensive team in baseball and maybe ever with all respect to the 82 Cardinals who are celebrating their 40th anniversary. How are you doing, Katie? What a great defensive team and what great highlights. I got a little emotional. I got, like, the chills listening to some of those, but mostly I just have the longing to get back to baseball hopefully soon. Hearing those calls just, you know, I think that maybe we just have, have baseball in our blood right now, and we're supposed to be in spring training. And every time I hear one of those clips or highlights or happen to see a random thing on my TV, I just get so anxious. 
I do, uh, too. Yeah, really nice to hear those. Yeah, it's good to hear you and good to talk about it. And that's the goal is to stir up some emotion. And I know the fans, our fans are just the best, and they are waiting. They're champing at the bit for an opportunity, and it's tough. I mean, right now we should be in Jupiter. Well, I wouldn't be. Kevin Wheeler would be down there representing us, but you would be down there. We should be following the Cardinals as they get ready to play their first game on the 26th. Not going to happen now, is it, Katie? It is not going to happen. It's a very um, very peculiar situation. I know there's definitely a lot of unclarity and, and just a lot of frustration overall, especially from a fan's perspective, which I can certainly understand. But hopefully with both sides scheduled to meet frequently next week, we, we gain some traction here on these talks because it has been um, – quite slow over the past few months and I I know fans are rightfully frustrated about it yeah they are and I don't know that fans necessarily are interested in all the little particulars they just want something to get done but the basics of it as you see it it really comes down to the fact that they've taken a long time here to negotiate these core economic issues Katie just your overview of what the sticking point is here right now you know, I think that both sides are just so far apart on, on so many core issues. And I understand from the Players Association perspective, the changes that they are, are trying to make, whether it's with the CBT or a more competitive state of the game and maybe more fair um, finances when it comes to the younger players, in their mind, it's ultimately going to better the game of baseball. And they certainly have an argument for why that's correct. You know, MLB did not have to institute a lockout, but they did um, with with. with going out and saying they were going to negotiate in good faith. I feel like we have yet to see a lot of true good faith negotiations. Uh, and hopefully, like I said, next week that changes because we are running out of time. MLB set February 28th as the, the sort of hard deadline to make sure the regular season isn't impacted. And I think as Commissioner Rob Manfred said, it would be absolutely detrimental to this game if regular season games are impacted, especially given what baseball went through in 2020 and in a little bit in 2021. But, you know, it all comes down to the fans. They deserve a full season having to deal with the last two years of just our society and the pandemic in general. So hopefully for, for all parties, there's some significant progress made next week. Yeah, I hear from a lot of fans that are saying, you know, what about us? I mean, what, doesn't anybody ask us what we think? And, and I am going to actually give people an opportunity to call in here after you and I are finished and let them talk a little bit about this team at 314-436-7900. And 800-925-1120, James will take a couple of calls and, and put them up there for us because it is about them. And look, you are, you grew up in the Bay Area, baseball fan. I grew up in St. Louis, baseball fan. These are two great baseball markets. Uh, it's not like that everywhere else. And my fear is that we've passed the Super Bowl already and NFL fans are down that their game is over, but they're looking for something else. This is a great opportunity for baseball. The NBA All-Star game is today. We don't have an NBA team in St. Louis, but I'm telling you folks, the NBA is ahead of baseball too. So I, I think that we look at it in a bit of a bubble here because we, not that we take it for granted, but we're a baseball city. And mm-hmm. it's not like that everywhere else, is it, Katie? I mean, you travel around. You've been to many of the ballparks. Yeah, absolutely. And there, there seriously is nothing like the St. Louis market. I was told that from the beginning when I first got the job, and I was told you're really just going to have to see it to really understand what we're talking about here. And it didn't take me long at all to understand what people were talking about. I think that's what the timing of a normal spring training when Super Bowl ends, NFL fans are you know kind of let down. They're like, what can we turn to? And then you have the promise immediately of pitchers and catchers starting usually the week right after the Super Bowl. And for Cardinals fans specifically, such a passionate and devoted fan base where spring training is, is kind of the, 
for me, it's almost the highlight of the season because it is so casual and calm and everyone is optimistic no matter what team you are. And there's just that kind of sense of we went all winter without baseball. We're back. We can kind of ease into things. I think Cardinals fans really appreciate that kind of slow crawl through the spring picks up a little bit each week. And sadly, you know, no matter what happens here, even if we do get a spring, there will not be that slow crawl. It will be zero to 100 very, very quickly. And I think that's the best part about spring is that it's almost a little relaxing and you can kind of take it in and just enjoy a couple days at the ball game. I'm with you on that. And our coverage will be zero to 100 also. Not that we're not covering oh, yeah. it now, but <laughs> you know, the fans, what they're going to do as soon as the green light comes on, they will be flooding with questions. What's this? What's that? What, how do they look? What, and it will be intense, but fun. That's why we're in this. Katie, you've written extensively on the athletic about the team. I think the number one question is, can this rotation do this? If you're going to have f- f- three, four weeks of spring training, let's see, is that enough time to get everybody ready to rock and roll? Flaherty, Hudson, Wainwright, Michaelis, Stephen Matz joining this rotation. Is that enough? And what do you see in terms of depth outside of that? You know, I think if you were looking at the rotation normally, we saw a three-and-a-half-week spring in 2020. But my main concern, and this isn't just Cardinal-specific, although it certainly can, can be attributed to them, is just when you're looking at pitchers coming back from injury, teams usually like to operate with a little bit of caution no matter what the injury is or who the player is. And if you only have a three- to four-week spring, pitchers aren't usually afforded that opportunity to be ramped up slowly. And the Cardinals have three pitchers, of course, coming back from pretty significant injuries. Jack Flaherty, Dakota Hudson, Miles Michaelis, all figures to be very key parts of this rotation. And it's not like there's a bunch of depth immediately for the starting rotation. I mean, we have Jake Woodford, who I think did a great job last year, especially in September as kind of the six-man, swing-man option. But what the Cardinals in the front office was really looking to do under the, the pretenses of a normal spring was experiment with the depth rotations, whether it be Jordan Hicks, whether it be Alex Reyes, what does the bullpen look like? Who can spell longer innings? Can they do openers? Can they do piggyback starts? That's kind of what the spring, what they were going to use it for from a pitching perspective if it was a normal spring. I think with only three to four weeks, you no longer have the luxury of being able to be flexible. You're going to be focused on the starters. Are they healthy? And you're not really going to have an opportunity to see what kind of depth options that the team may have. And I think that could really hurt the Cardinals because we saw what happened last year, obviously, when there wasn't a lot of depth options, I personally think the rotation is in a much better spot than they were in 2021. But you know, Tom, they say it all the time, you can never have enough starting pitching. And I think with only three to four weeks, the front office is not going to be able to kind of finagle with the options as much as they would like to. That's a great point. And before we go, I want to direct people's attention to The Athletic. That's where you write. You should get the app and read more of The Athletic if you don't already. It's just great. I mean, it really... Gets right down to it. I actually have the notifications on my phone because I like when the athletic throws me those notifications and directs my attention to things. And recently you wrote, in fact, uh, I believe this was Friday going into the weekend about the outfield. You know, Jack, Jack Flaherty was the biggest hit that the Cardinals took last year. His injury really changed the team. But Bader's return was a big one, wasn't it, Katie? I mean, that's a heck of an outfield. And you wrote about Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, and Dylan Carlson. Absolutely. And thank you, Tom, for the kind words about the athletic. I appreciate that. But I think this outfield is is such a catalyst. A healthy Cardinals outfield can be such a catalyst, obviously, defensively. I mean, you have two gold glovers there, and Dylan Carlson is obviously no shabby outfielder himself. But offensively, when you look at the strides all three outfielders made last year, 
when they were healthy, it really was the catalyst for this team. I mean, they're dynamic in the outfield. They have great chemistry. They're fast. They very, very rarely make a defensive miscue. But the strides that Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader made offensively, what Dylan Carlson was able to do consistently in what was considered his first full rookie year, I think that's just They've just set the bar very high for what they can do in 2022. And I think a lot of it, you know, we, we spend a lot of time rightfully talking about the pitching, but this starting outfield is just as important. I mean, in the first half of the season, there were only five games where Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, and Dylan Carlson all played in their routine positions. And then you saw what happened in the first half. The Cardinals weren't very good. In the second half, they started playing more consistently. They stayed healthy. And we saw a much better product overall. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the outfield. So very excited to see what those three guys can do. You made a very good point in the story in that Tyler O'Neill had a monster September. Uh, he hit 13 oh, yeah. home runs in that month. And there's a line in this story that might get people's attention, but it's, it's pretty accurate. I mean, his injuries have riddled him in the past. There's no reason talking about O'Neill to doubt he could emerge as a legitimate MVP candidate as early as this upcoming season. If you really think about it, I mean, Katie, you're on the money there. I mean, Tyler has the tools to be that. The key is, can he stay healthy? Absolutely. I know that. I think we saw a a little preview, a little foreshadowing in September of what true player Tyler can be. And and if he can stay healthy, I really don't think it's too far-fetched to think that he'll get some MVP consideration, especially if the Cardinals are as good as they're projected to be. Well, we're looking forward to the season whenever that starts. Uh, they can hurry up anytime they want, February 28th. Okay now. <laughs> right? Let's go. Let's get it going. Uh, Katie, we appreciate the visit very much. Visit The Athletic and see Katie Wu's uh, work there. She does a terrific job. And, yes, any day now, uh, that'd be just fine. And then we'll see you in Jupiter. Yeah, sounds great to me, Tom. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.